Extra Points is presented for the people by Caesars Sportsbook. You bet, you get with Caesars Rewards. You must be 21 or older. Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. All right, welcome to the Extra Points Podcast, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network, brought to you by Omaha, Omaha Audio. Cousin Sal here on a Thursday morning. Mikey Meatballs, Eddie Spaghetti, fiddling with the knobs. We have Joel Solomon, the babyface himself, producing this disaster. And joining me, as always, my dear, dear pals, Dave Damashek, Martin Weiss. Sheck, I thought of you all day yesterday, buddy. We woke up to the bad news, really, really sad news, of Franco Harris, legendary Steelers running back, uh, just a few days before they were to celebrate, commemorate the Immaculate Reception 50 years. He had been doing interviews and everything and passes away uh, Wednesday, age of 72. And I know, Sheck, you uh, one of your favorites, actually looked a lot like you when you experimented with the beard. You really could have been father and son, and they're side-by-side pictures of you. Uh, tell us your thoughts. I know you uh, uh, talked about it on Minus 3, but tell us uh, about you and Franco. Well, listen, I, uh, you know, it was uh, it was the play in our society's most popular sport. And I find it interesting that he carried that thing around with him for the next 50 years. And it didn't somehow overwhelm the guy. Isn't that a little strange? Wouldn't you think that um, in most circumstances that it would just be like, that's what that guy did. And he is just a sliver of an actual three-dimensional human being because it was that one play. And yet he went on to all the great deeds beyond that as a football guy. And then once he got out as a player, he lived another 40 years as this ambassador to the great brand that is the Pittsburgh Steelers and counseling those guys. And you hear Troy Polamalu and Ben Roethlisberger and everybody else in um, when they reflect on their thing, they always, they always talk about that. And I know every team, has players like, oh, there's it's special best fans in the world and the guys in this locker room and this organization. But it really does sound a little different with very few other teams out there and big time sports that people revere the guys in the organization actually revere the previous generations. And a big part of that is Franco Harris and being so welcoming and being the consigliere to all the generations behind him. So, you know, it's it, it uh, to you know, obviously bizarre and terrible that he dies three days before Pittsburghers are aware pop Stargell died the day that his the morning I think that he was supposed to have his giant great um statue outside PNC Park and Roberto Clemente obviously dies on New Year's Eve going to help people in Nicaragua so weird terrible timing on some of the great icons in, in in black and gold history there but uh but you know I also say you get to live 50 years as that kind of icon there are worse fates that uh, that can happen to a human being. Pretty cool to get to walk through and stay on the banks of the three rivers sure. for the ensuing half century and be celebrated everywhere you go. And, uh, you know, honoring the the fans as much as himself as he went through that, took pictures. With that. It was crazy. Can you imagine how many times you have to get stopped and take pictures and sign autographs? And like, Franco, you know, I was there, dude. I was there. And, and you know, when that ball hit Frenchie Fuqua, then I did, did blah, blah, you know, how many, like, oh, my God, how many times does yeah. that happen daily to that guy over the last 50 years? But a great man for real. I know people say, oh, he's a great, you know, people do that when people die. But he really did strike me for what little I exchanges I had. And by all accounts, a lovely, genteel guy. So it's very and sad. Could be considered the greatest comedian of all time. If in his will somewhere, he ends it with, by the way, it hit the ground. 
Somewhere in there. He should. He should. I hope that, that he really has said that he would do that. So I don't know. Maybe it'll be left behind somewhere. They'll have they'll, they'll take what you know, like they'll have the guy come out, the lawyer come out and read it. Yeah. And on in the matter of the Immaculate Reception, Divisional <laughs> Round 1972, you know, I want halftime Christmas Eve. Yeah. Come out and read it. <laughs> uh, I want Martin. I want I was thinking about this. Now they talk about the Immaculate Reception. If there's another place and Anonymous with a city uh, the way the Immaculate Reception is with Pittsburgh. You might say Mazeroski's home run is right up there. Um, mm-hmm. I've not seen it as much as the Immaculate Reception. I don't know. Yeah, obviously, there's footage of both. Um, Sheck, I think this is your next list, by the way. City, play per city. I think you got to do like it. I was running through it. Do you have any, Marty? I was really trying to tax my brain and see if there's any um, you know, comp to the Immaculate Reception. I mean, people talk about that, and I'm sure Whoa. if you're from the outside looking in, you probably think like, I mean, come on, it's a football play. How much does that impact a, a, a an entire large American city? But it did swing emotions of the people. I'm too young to have been around for that, but the people who were there really did say, man, they swung our spirit around when the Steelers got good, but you oh, know, for God's sake, you see that. what's going on with Argentina. They want to put Messi on the, on the currency for crying out loud. It really puts <laughs> things in perspective. Like, Oh my God, this is uh everything else is kind of silly. Now <laughs> like I'm, I'm rooting for Dallas, a team that's 1500 miles away that I don't have a lot of connection to these people live and die with that. Uh, those penalty kicks. All right. Yeah. Martin. So you well, would pick for yeah, Detroit you, you, or New Orleans. Yeah. Uh, then definitely not from Detroit. First of all, I don't think Detroit has, like not even well, everybody. It, it would be one. for the. It would be for like the yeah. baseball team or the hockey team. So I would. It would be something that I would have. Uh, it would have had the same significance to me because part of the thing about the immaculate reception was a. It was in a high level football game. Like it mattered mm-hmm. in the grand stakes of what was going to happen in that year and that in that season. Um, but to your point, I think it's the highest stakes play that I think everybody that I know will remember is either when. Tracy Porter picked off Brett Favre or Peyton Manning in those runs. Like, I think, though, if you combine those two moments, I know there's obviously two weeks between them, but mm-hmm. kind of like that playoff moment of Tracy Porter, Indiana, who's your finest, Dave Damashek, uh, oh, stealing the it. game for both, for stealing both of those games for a franchise that was never, ever supposed to win anything, anything ever. But as Dave was reflecting on, that was what I had in my head beforehand. But as Dave was going through the whole, what it meant for the city and so on and so forth. I got it. I'd have to say it doesn't have the same impact in terms of NFL history, but when Steve Gleason blocked that yep. punt Monday night, Super yeah. Dome, I'll never forget yep. that. That was a good one for sure. Um, the onside it was kick, still, it was it's still... not something we've seen a million times, but that onside kick in the Super Bowl was big, obviously. I was trying to think of what New York's would be, Shaq. Um, uh, I mean, there's so Joe many. Pisarchic. <laughs> well, I the would Jeter, think the all, Jeter play, the Jeter, I've, I've seen it a million times where he cuts it off against the A's and, and throws and guns the. That's it. That's out. the Yankees. I, I don't I know. I'm like, just trying to think of what I've seen. It has to be the Norwood kick, right? Because you kind of have both New York teams. Yeah, that's true. I, um, I feel like, I feel like, um, that weirdly, the ones that I, w- I was thinking about when you when you said what other city has a play that is so closely associated with the whole town and the sports town. I, mean, I was thinking it's weird because the Brooklyn Dodgers finally getting over the Yankees was hugely significant. If you watch that, the, the documentary about that borough and what the Dodgers yeah. meant 
in, in that immediate area, but then they move across the country, which I, I still right. think is the craziest thing ever. And short of Jackie Robinson, mm-hmm. um, uh, Jackie Robinson's arrival, that is the second biggest event in 20th century sports. Is it two New York teams? Like, you know, you know, we, we laugh still about like, you're the world champs. You were just like the Northeast champs. Like if you didn't get right. West of Chicago or St. Louis, it was like, are you even yeah. the, the, the the American champs? Really? There are no teams out West. And that swung things right in the middle of the 20th century. But, and then same goes ja- for Bobby Jackie, Thompson. Yeah. Bobby, oh, Bobby Thompson home run. I'm just, yeah, those plays. Yeah. Jackie, Bobby Thompson home run for sure is up there. It's got to be up there. Jackie Robinson stealing home, close play against Barra going nuts. I'm just thinking about old footage. Spaghetti, what am I missing? Matto, Matto. Um, oh, that was what I was gonna. That was what I was gonna bring up. I mean, Huge. I feel like New York has a, a ton. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's too many counting. teams. That's the problem. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I, I mean, that the, also is ultimately the problem. There's too many teams. Like in yeah. Pittsburgh, everybody's a Steelers fan. In New Orleans, everybody's a Saints fan. Like, you know, you yeah. Got, base, the split divisions or, causes issues. Yeah, uh, the York, division of fans, it. I should say. Subway series like the the Clemens Piazza incident. Yeah, is, that's, that's big too. Both teams. Yep. Um, I wish there were more Baby Rangers. Face, what do we got? Oh, well, I'll tell anything? you the New York one. I'll tell you the New yeah. York one. It's Willis Reed. Yeah, I, I really think that's it. That's a good well, one. I, I, Whoa. NBA yeah. isn't the biggest in New York, but it does resonate more than in a lot of sports towns. The other weird one Huge. that just like yeah. you know where it happened. I know this is a dumb one. But the Phoenix Open where Tiger Woods hit that hole in one. Everybody sees that and you know, like, oh, that's the weird thing that happens in Phoenix around Super Bowl weekend every year. So the 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 gaggle of people are allowed to play <laughs> oh. by different rules than every other golf tournament. They're allowed to scream and yell while the guy's in his backswing. And Imagine but, Phoenix. Your, your teams are so inept that Tiger Woods <laughs> has to have your, your highlight. Babyface, what are we missing from there? We could do this for hours, but... What do we well, missing? you got, I mean, Aaron effing Boone, uh, when that oh, happened, oh, yeah. I, oh, stood on a, too. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I stood on a table and uh, got hit by a ceiling fan, which chipped my tooth. So that was, what? I'll always remember that. <laughs> you got hit by one. <laughs> it was like a stray. <laughs> um, and yeah, of course the 2001 world series, even though the Yankees didn't win it, uh, the back-to-back home runs off, uh, from Brocious and Jeter. I mean, those were like, you know, Mr. Mr. November. So off of Kim, right. Yeah. yeah that's from New York. I mean, you got now, I mean, you have like 10 major teams and 70 years of highlights, right. The, for, for and the as part. a result, so. as Marty says, they're, they're too fractured. New Yorkers yeah. do to forgive me, SEC people, New York, um, I think, beat you to the punch on that. Like, it just means more when it happens in the Big Apple. People really do kind of believe that stuff. I would say, first yeah. of all, Reggie Jackson's home runs on a national stage again. Uh, we're, we're, hold on. Dodgers. Yeah, we're missing a huge one. And I I, 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 I should. What's that? Which one? David Tyree. Tyree's a huge one. But no, we're missing the biggest one. And I should be ashamed. Well, I was going to say, I was going to say in a celebration of the city, because it happened in the city, regardless of who you rooted for, Frazier Ali. People talk about that. Uh, they make documentaries yeah. about that fight and who was there. And Sinatra was shooting pictures. Every famous person on the planet attended that fight when prize fighting was the sport mm-hmm. in, yeah, in America. One. So I, I think that one. Hulk Hogan beating the Iron Sheik. Um, yes. Yes. Uh, no, I, I, this is, I'm going to, I have to end it right here. Uh, Mookie and Buckner. Of course, that's it. Right. I mean, that's the one you've seen oh, yeah. more than anything we've n- mentioned. Right. Anyway. All right. That's your oh, dumb team. Anyway, Go ahead. You got your list. Uh, you got to have a long list to make. Now you know how you're going to spend the holidays here, making this list for um, 
32 cities, maybe more. I don't know. Hey, speaking of uh, cities, Vegas. Oh, we're going to have the highlight of anything that ever happened in Las Vegas. We're hitting the road January 9th. We'll be there from 2 to 3.30. Get your tickets. You'll meet the Extra Points crew. It's called Extra Points Live Palooza. We're going to do a live podcast and a meet and greet. Tickets on sale right now. Ticketmastervegas.com. The day before, we're going to do a watch party at Kimmel Comedy Club. That's where all this is going on. Sunday, watch all the Week 18 games from 10 to 4.30. And then later that evening, Megan Galley is going to be performing comedy all at Jimmy Kimmel Comedy Club. Tickets for Megan also on sale. Ticketmastervegas.com. We hope to see you there. Also, Extra Points Arcade. That's extrapoints.com slash arcade. Martin, two weeks in a row, you have been number one uh, picking amongst the staff. You're going to keep it going? You can get back in this thing. Um, Listen. I scuffled a little bit in the beginning, but I said even when I was, I mean, in the middle rather, but even when I was in the midst of going six, six and one, you know, mm-hmm. five, seven and one, seven, five and one, I'm coming on strong, just like the All Bengals right. will at the end of the year. I stand oh. early week seven, week eight, week nine. And here I am. Here I am. I'm finishing the year just like I started. Everybody's off bye weeks. There's no time for this foolishness anymore. You know what happened last time? Every time was off, everybody was off bye weeks, a nice 12 and three. You know, like 11 and four. So get ready. America. That's right. That's, That's what confuses you, Mark, right? You were in control until they started implementing these bye weeks. And why do these teams have to rest anyway? Martin's got a streak going. Can't you hold I mean, off? I don't rest. What is that right? I was rested for? Exactly. Well, some might say you rested from like week four to week 10. But no, I, I know what you're saying. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we're going to go over all these games, uh, including the Thursday night game tonight, Jets and Jacksonville. First of all, a couple of couple of news items here. YouTube buys up Sunday ticket $2 billion. Um, and now everyone's getting rid of DirecTV. Sheck, do you have DirecTV? I do. And I don't know. Yeah. I know that makes me a dinosaur. No, I got How it difficult too. is this transition going to be? I just do it for right. the, I do it really the real, I mean, it's one for Sunday ticket and for whatever they call it, center ice or whatever for the, yeah. the hockey package. Spaghetti says, oh no, get ESPN plus, which I have. I just don't like the inability to rewind. Why is this an advancement for everybody? Uh, all the young people are like, you're such an old, what a ridiculous. You are. It's like, all right, how about the, when I'm watching the game on Amazon, it's a pain in the to rewind it. Isn't that a basic function we've gotten used to in this, in this uh, millennium? Spaghetti, you know what, Martin, you don't have it too. Martin, you're all streamed out also, I'm about right? To say, Dave, I'm about to say, I haven't thought about that in probably maybe five years, the concept of rewinding a game. But what? it's something that I know, I know but it, I know I, 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 it, this is a me thing, not a you thing. Because I'm, I'm realizing this, like, because I, like Tal said, I've been streaming stuff since 2009, 2010. Like, I haven't had traditional cable since then. Right. So, there are things that I have just gotten used to in my kind of Spartan existence. So my major concern now is, you know, with a direct ticket or whatever Sunday, I didn't have direct TV before I was still getting all the games. I'm hoping that the way I was getting all the games will still work. <laughs> yeah. Well, wait, well, am I missing anything, Sal? That's well, I, I, I mean, you're a parent. No, don't you have to? No, you're right. Me. No, you're right, Dave. You're right. Like I'm, I'm DVR you're right. It's has just saved I just me as a parent. Pass it. I, I forgot I, that, that, that something that could happen. To me, it's not even that as much as changing from channel to channel. I don't know right. if this helps, but I'd like to be able to go from ESPN to Fox FS1 in four seconds. Spaghetti, can I do that if we're if we're jumping back and forth between YouTube and everything else? Well, I have uh, I pay for Sunday ticket. Uh, I don't have Direct TV, so I have the streaming one. 
And the options now basically just gives you a side panel with all the different games. Um, uh-huh. And then obviously you just click on the games that are not blacked out in your area. So it's pretty simple if it works. Uh, that being said, the first two, I don't know if people remember this, but the first two weeks of the NFL season, the Sunday streaming, like the Sunday ticket, the streaming service oh, yeah. did not work uh, right. at all, which is insane to think about. With this YouTube TV, I know like my brother and a few other people have it, but it's a, it's a subscription to basically give you cable, which is strange right. because I already have cable, so I don't want to. And then pay for another service that gets me cable just to get the Sunday ticket. Now I'm hoping they have an option much like DirecTV where you can just get the streaming package and then hopefully Sal, you have the same kind of thing where it's a side panel. You could just click on which game you want. It's pretty simple. But what about what Check said about the packages? So I have the NBA package, the NHL, the college, is there college basketball? Uh, college football for sure. Like, can you, do you navigate back and forth through those on YouTube or do you, like, I don't want to, I don't, I don't watch anything on the stars channels for direct TV for sure. And have it in uh, a decade, but I, I, I don't know. Uh, can you, is this going to be easy? My, my guess is that once you're, I think if you have the, the full blown YouTube TV, you'll then have access to everything. You'll have access to exactly the packages you right. want. Um, I think that, like I said, I hope the option for tons of Americans um, that we have the option just to have the package for the NFL games, because I don't need the packages. Like I have like checks that I have ESPN plus, so I don't really need a lot of the packages. Um, I think uh, ESPN he, plus yeah. is pretty simple. So I, I just rather just keep just the NFL games every Sunday that are you oh, know, not, not blacked out. All right. All right. Have a listen. If anyone has any technical difficulties, please uh, tweet Eddie Spaghetti. He's he's all over it. I mean, I don't I don't know the first day. It just seems like it's going to be the more it gets splintered. But two billion dollars check. Uh, I think football might be here to stay. Um, I think that's what we can take from this. Two billion a year, Mark. I just imagine how much it would have been if if half the country didn't announce I'm done with football five right. years ago. Yeah, that's well, they've really missed a lot, long. haven't they? <laughs> um, well, I don't know, have they? Because it looks like Malik Willis is going to start for the Titans the rest of the season, and uh, the Jags are now. Now, I I fancy myself pretty good in math, but the Jags are favored now to win that division at minus one sixty. We'll get to the Jets, Jags in a, in a second, but um, they're still a game out. They're an underdog to the Jets. Malik Willis notwithstanding his team should beat the Texans, the worst team in football, even though they've been feisty the last couple of weeks, then they're two game. I don't know why are the Jags. Doesn't that seem high at this point in the year? Jags minus one six. It doesn't make sense. Given that the jets are given two and a half tonight. Right. That's why I, that's the part I don't understand. If you assume yeah, if it plays that out, the Jags are going to get over the jets with right. two left, they right. win this one and they go head to head with Tennessee. If it's Malik Willis, I'll take the Jags. Sure. Yeah. If it gets to that, but But, they have to beat the jets. I feel like. Yeah. Don't take this the wrong way spaghetti, but now I'm looking at this and Danny dimes could be a top seven or eight quarterback in the playoffs that are like 14 teams. I mean, we were really looking at Martin. Have you looked at what's I know all these guys aren't going to make it Malik Willis, Geno Smith and everything, but I was looking at the pro bowl quarterbacks in the NFC cousins hurts and Geno Smith. Now imagine I told you that in the beginning of the year, that it was going to be Kirk cousins, uh, Jalen Hurts and Geno Smith as the quarterbacks. And you would have been like, no Dak, no Brady, no Rogers, no Kyler, well, no Stafford. Well, eight, we'll just did think- eight teams, planes collide or something? What What the hell happened? I would have assumed, you would have had to assume that Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers didn't play all every game of the season. You'd have right. to, right? There's no way that like, yeah, you could, weird things happen, like injuries occur and like somehow mm-hmm. like, you know, like Detroit Matt Stafford sneaks on some of these Pro Bowl rosters, especially once it's after the Super Bowl. 
But yeah. to have Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers like booking vacations in the second weekend, of the, or, well, whatever that weekend was now, the weekend before the Super Bowl, I guess. Right. That's insanity to me. And I think it goes back to But they to played every game. They didn't get injured, right. which is even more it's, ridiculous. It's, it's, yeah. I think it's a big reason why everybody's like, this season sucks because all yeah. year we were waiting for the people we're waiting for, you know, the uh, if football was a movie, we're waiting for Tom Hanks and George Clooney to start mm-hmm. acting right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, guys, what are you doing? And then they just, you know, mailed in the worst performances that we've seen. Yeah. So this one tonight, Shaq, Jets two and a half point favorite. It was pick them like a day ago. Um, and then like the injury news came out with Trevor Lawrence. He was quite, he's going to start tonight. He's got that bum ankle. Uh, they're a two and a half point favorite. 37 is the over under that went down to 36. It popped back up. I think the spaghetti you're in New York right now. Is it, is it going to be cold and miserable? Not, not necessarily snowing, but maybe rainy and windy tonight. Is that what they're saying? Well, they're probably still, they're probably still depressed about what happened in, in Pittsburgh a couple of nights ago. <laughs> I want to get to that. Right? I want to get uh, to that. But, you yeah. could not pay me enough to go to the game tonight. It's it's miserable outside. Uh, it's kind of, it's warm-ish. Um, it's going to yeah. cool down though once the storm moves out of the way, but it is just pouring. It's raining cats and dogs right now. Yeah. Isn't it funny? You said the same thing about, and you weren't wrong about going to Anaheim on, during the week. <laughs> You're never, never doing that again. It's just under different circumstances. We want to <laughs> avoid some of these games. So, um, yeah, so I think there are seven games on the slate under 40. The over-under is under 40. Like I said, this went from 38 to 36 to 37. Uh, both these teams are um, bad at night. Jaguars haven't won on the road in primetime since, Sheck, you want to guess? Well, I mean, you have to grade that on a curve, right? How many times have the Jacksonville Jaguars been up, been scheduled to play in prime time? Well, but you, you know? want to, I mean, it's still, you're still going to be impressed with how long it's been. Um, it was Steelers, I'm trying to Jaguars. think of like the last time I could have seen the, that team being scheduled on purpose for a big game. I well, mean, no, they're, know, they're, I can't they're, go they're, every, far every back Thursday as Thursday night. Every, every team. Gets oh, yeah, Thursday yeah, night. you're right. Yeah. Okay. Steelers Jaguars uh, wild card 2007 2008. No that way. was the last time. Yes, the last time they won on the road <laughs> in prime time. Oh the Jets God. aren't much better. They've lost seven in a row, uh, straight up in prime time, dating back to 2018. I'll let you guys go. Sheck, uh, who are you taking this game? I'm gonna take the Jags. I, I mean, you know, the pining after. Last week's game for Mike White to return. We're really in a bizarre place. You talk about that. I, I, I intend to bring it up to Kevin Hedge on minus three later today and Eddie Spaghetti. But quick, but but your thoughts on this too. I like to position things in my brain as though I fell into a coma at a certain point several months or years ago. And then what would be my reaction if I woke up right now and you told me something? What would be the most shocking thing that Jets fans are like, Mike White is where it's at, and Zach Wilson is done for. Or would yeah. it be Geno Smith like still being relevant, or the Giants in the playoff race, or the Commies, or as we say, Russell Wilson having an all-time garbage year, and Tom Brady being irrelevant, and all the rest of it. I, I but yeah, Brady and Rodgers, yeah, all of it. Yep. Yeah, I think I'm going to go. I, I mean, well, I'm not going to think about it. I am going with the Jaguars um, as nice hmm. a story as the Jets have been. It doesn't feel right with um, with Zach Wilson there, and I didn't see anything last week that makes me think like, yeah, see, he's turned a corner. I think the Jags have, in fact, and they understand that this is a very gettable, winnable yeah. division if they win tonight. 
Yeah, uh, you mentioned that and uh, everything with the yeah, like last week. Not only was it Mike White put Mike White and put Mike White in with broken ribs and potentially a <laughs> punctured lung over Zach Wilson, right. who was the quarterback of the future until he screwed up again. I mean, he has five wins this week, Zach Wilson, not this week, this year, and uh, and said something buffoonish at a press conference. And like now, no, 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 it's got to be Mike White. I don't care how many rib working ribs he has. Martin uh, Sheck going with the Jaguars. Who are you taking? Yeah, I'm taking the Jaguars as well. Uh, these are huh. like an elevator-type game. One team going up, one team's going down. The Jets were on a great stretch, but that's part of the reason why they're clamoring for Mike White is because they want that old feeling back of when they were winning football games and feeling like they were going through the playoffs. Like, Remember, it was a whole New York, New York thing. Uh, but it, And I get that Zach Wilson, if you watch his numbers or if you just look at his numbers, he, it's not that bad. But when you just watch him play, like he just he looks like the worst quarterback in the league when you're just whipping around red zone. And it's been consistent to me for like the last, I don't know, 10 weeks that he's been on the field. I'm not in putting my money on Zach Wilson mm. is on primetime television. Like this is okay. like I this very well could be his like moment of inserting himself back into the conversation, but like I'm I'm pretty sure that this guy's gonna be a backup quarterback post haste. And I hmm. think this is gonna be one of the memes that's like, yeah, he's done. And I like the under too. But I'm kind of scared because I think Zach Wilson's gonna have at least two turnovers this game and wow. I score off defensive turnovers and that messes up unders. Okay. When you say you're zipping around red zone, are you like starting on cable and then going to streaming and then taking it out? You have to go to a different I forget it. We'll, we'll figure that out. Well, I, don't I see. I have three streams going, so That's part of the reason why I don't have your, your standard cable because I couldn't afford my setup on that. For, it would be like $400 to get every appropriate box for everything I, know. I needed. I got Well, know, that is one thing going. they said. It, it initially was to save money on cable, but now if you legitimately pay and don't steal passwords, you're you're not getting any kind of deal by bundling all these um or not bundling all these streaming uh, devices. I'm going to go. I'm going to go the Jets here. I like uh, the chances with Sauce Gardner on the great Zay Jones. I like this defense. I, I feel like I, I said this on uh, um, against all odds. Like this is not me loving my hand in blackjack. I have uh, a six team, but the dealer has a six. Trevor Lawrence two and thirteen on the road, struggling with that uh, foot injury, that ankle injury. The Jags are 29th against the pass. By the way, the Jaguars lost left tackle Cam Robinson. Uh, with a meniscus yeah, injury. I think this is going to be tough. I think Martin's right. It's going to stay under, but I think the Jets pull it out 20 to 13 and keep their uh, playoff hopes alive. But what they held the Bills to 17 and 20, they really do play defense uh, as good as anyone else at this That's point. That's true. Uh, and it, it's season. a fascinating, yeah. a fascinating off store uh, off season storyline is what are the Jets going to do? Cause they're there, right? They're, mm-hmm. they're ready to be a legit contender would feel next year. Um, but they do have to solve the QB thing, and it ain't going to be Zach Wilson. I can't remember. I mean, it was within this month. It's less than ideal for the starting quarterback to be a guy who announced himself like, yeah, I got the Steve Sachs, Chuck Knobloch yips. I can't throw the ball. <laughs> well, right. You're the quarterback of the NFL team. But I hate to be a wager Grinch um, at this time of the <laughs> year, but isn't this kind of ultimately a stay away? 
I mean, they, they, oh, they're yeah. be frigid there. How, how do I, how do I know how anybody's going to deal with that crap? That seems miserable to be, have giant human beings running into you. Who's going to deal with that solves. Who's going to win this game. I, I have us going over seven games and I think three of them are stay aways, but we have to, because there are playoff implications or um, otherwise we have to go over them. But yeah, this is, this is probably one of them, but you got to bet it. It's Thursday night football uh, sure. giants and the Vikings Vikings, four point favorite 48 is the over under. Shaq, who do you like? Boy, I really want to take the Vikes here, but I'm going to take the Giants. I don't like that hook, and I do like Saquon Barkley making some hay. Continuing, it feels like the swoon has come and gone. The Giants are in it. They understand their place in the mediocre to poor NFC. It's right there for them, and I feel like this is one of those things I feel like I have no numbers to support this. Doesn't it feel like when you barely survive some miraculous victory one week, the next week you lose? Matter of fact, maybe the most famous example of that is the Immaculate Reception. People forget the fact that after that they went and turned around and lost to the Dolphins. But isn't that kind of true that you lose? Um, after you well, have an emotional, like improbable thing, like, look, we're unstoppable. Yeah, next week you lose. That miracle in uh, Minneapolis or whatever the hell that thing was called with Stefan Diggs. That was one of those. Right. They turned around and lost. But the not week. the miracle on ice. I guess it depends on the miracle, right? They almost Whoa. lost. They they were down to nothing. <laughs> it yeah. depends. Is Zeke Elliott going over uh, the end zone with 10 seconds left in Houston a miracle because the Cowboys lost the game after that? That's true. Okay, well, yeah, it's that, that perfect. Was, I said it's what I feel. Yeah. I said it's what I feel, not what is. I don't know. The Mets were losing after game six. They were losing 3 nothing in game seven uh, to the Red Sox in 86. Uh, right. Martin, what, what, are you go, you're, what are you going with? I'm going with the Giants, uh, if nothing else. This Vikings team, the, the, con, the idea that they went into the locker room and Patrick Peterson was like, we only need five touchdowns. We only need five touchdowns. And like, that was a rallying cry for this Vikings team that has a, has a 11 and three record. Like, mm-hmm. nah, man, <laughs> nah, I'm not, I'm not rocking with it. And I do think the giants are, uh, they've dealt with a ton of injuries, obviously, as we've seen, but I like the, I like uh, day ball as the coach and the kind of like a pseudo coach of the year bowl right here. Yeah, one one thing's for sure with the Vikings. They're going to play like crap for anywhere between one and four quarters of a game, right? And I think if Dable has them ready, the Giants, as he did last week, and they come out, it might be too much to overcome. I also think Daniel Dimes will have a uh, a good game. Uh, am I the only one who calls him Daniel Dimes? I don't, why did I do yes. it? It's, da- it's Danny Dimes or Daniel Jones. Daniel we, Dimes. Sir Daniel about- Dimes going against the 31st best uh, pass defense in the league. Giants six. Three and one straight up and eight and two against the spread as underdogs this year. I think Giants win the game 24 23. What were we going to say? Oh, you just told us. You just told us a little something, didn't you, Sal? What's but, that? Uh, what is it? Your pup of the week. Didn't you just the, give it to uh, me? I mean, maybe pup. there's a bigger upset in there. Okay. I'll tell you right Dave, now, it is my pup. It is my pup of the week. Go ahead. Yep. Dave, another potential uh, list for you for your, for your list making hobby people, players with nicknames who have achieved very little. Like, like Daniel, oh, Danny too. Dimes is established. Mm-hmm. That is his nickname. And like, mm-hmm. I do not know where it happened or why it occurred that Daniel Jones got a nickname because it wasn't due to his, like his incredible play. It was early though, early on, right? It was, uh, it was before he became a pro, wasn't it? Uh, from what I can figure, it was 
uh, I feel like Mina Kimes said it the day uh, after he ran at, uh, he came in, I think it was a, he came in, Eli started, or he, it was either his first start, Eli started, and he came in as a backup, and he had that big run at Tampa, and he tripped and mm-hmm. uh, didn't score a touchdown. But I feel Let's like that was the birth whole, of Danny Dimes. Let's devote an entire episode once football season is over to the do's and don'ts of nicknaming. I mean, obviously, the cardinal rule is you don't get to give yourself a nickname, but right. there are many nuances to it. And we could deep dive on the history of guys who didn't live up to their nickname, yeah. guys who legends who had bad nicknames. I'm looking at you, mm-hmm. Tom Brady, a.k.a. the Pharaoh. The Pharaoh. Right. The I think Pharaoh. as far as uh, nickname, um, p- people have not panned out. Babyface Joel Solomon, I think, has to take the cake there. Right? What? <laughs> no. What? Okay. All right. There's still time. What do, what do you think, baby face? Is there one you're thinking of? I mean, I was going a different baby. I would have said baby Jordan, Harold Miner. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's, that's a good one. Yeah, that's, that's a rough one. That's well, a thanks rough for one. that. I feel like that was a dig. Was that a dig it? I mean, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little uh, bit. No, okay. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I love you, baby face. Uh, uh, what do we think, Spaghetti, about this game? I, I just think the Giants have more grit to them. Also, they clearly pay off the refs. So, uh, did they win this game? <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I could be convinced either way. Um, Sal, I do agree with your point that the the Vikings will play at least one quarter of bad yeah. football. The their defense is not great, but the thing is, like you know, we're we're crushing the Colts for letting them come back, but also like they did take their foot off the gas. But the Vikings did score a ton of points. Like they're able to mm-hmm. do that. And Justin Jefferson, without having a Dory Jackson or Xavier McKinney back there, I've been saying this week and week out, it's just a problem for the Giants, but their past defense was pretty good. Um, you only have Julian Love out there by himself. Their run defense is poor. So I'm, I'm afraid of that. But um, the one thing I did like about the Giants was in that fourth quarter, Saquon Barkley kind of had a spark again. He looked like himself from the earlier part of the season. Um, you know, as long as uh, Jones just, you know, protects the football, I think the Giants will be in this game. And it also seems like every game that Vikings play as a close game, and it seems like every game the Giants play is a close game. So I do like yeah. the Giants and the points in this one. All right. Well, yeah, you do cover eight and two uh, as underdogs. Um, Jefferson, you brought him up 341 away from breaking Calvin Johnson's record. Three games, 341. Martin, does he get there? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, I think he'd have to be an underdog at this point to break that, like plus 140 or something. Check, does he get there? I mean, he'll play the last week, though. That's that's the thing. Now he has to get in there to to try at least, right? It is. It's weirdly meaningful if you're a prisoner of the moment, but also if you expand beyond this mini era we're in, it is one of those um, specific kind of marks that relates directly to wide receivers playing in the third decade of the of the 21st century it's like what what is so everybody year after year everybody's chasing that record they're all just better than everybody ever was 20 years ago back into the the dawn of man it's it's a weird record that i bet sort of like home run individual Mm -hmm. home run records like we'll look back in 25 years and be like yeah that was a weird era when things got things got a little too out of whack and it was too easy to throw the ball and put up monster numbers this is a It's going to be interesting because let's say the Vikings go on a little slide here and they get the third seed and they can't get the two and the last game of the year. And um, and Cousins is like, I, I want to sit. We're playing next week. And Jefferson's like, no, I need 86 yards. Come on. He's like, no, sorry. That's you and Nick Mullins. You worked that out. It's going to be sure. fun. It's going to be interesting. Uh, what do you do if you're uh, – do you owe him Cousins to play at least uh, two or three quarters? Anyway, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Detroit, Martin. Your Lions, yeah, yes, they're your Lions, minus two and a half on the road, 43 and a half at Carolina. I don't know which Panthers team we see. Like, they were 
Sheck's defense held them to 21 yards rushing, like 16 carries. The week before, they ran all over Seattle. I don't know. I think uh, I like the Panthers here, 21-16. Spaghetti, you and uh, Jen went over the golf splits home and away. I think he has 20 touchdown passes at home and three on the road. Is that what it was? Three or four, yeah. Sounds about right. Yikes. Yeah, uh, and Darnold, on the other hand, hasn't thrown an interception in three starts, and he's up against the Lions, uh, who are 30th in the league first to pass. I think Carolina wins this 21-16. Um, another one that, Sheck, you might not want to trust and maybe stay away from. Yeah, um, I hear you. I, I'm leaning Panthers. I think there's something funny about Sam Darnold, just, again, to my eyeballs. A lot of things. It the looks ghosts, like, everything. Yeah, yeah I know, yeah. Um, waking up from a coma, getting my mm-hmm. eyes ready again, all that stuff. Yeah, a lot to deal with these days. What did he have? Didn't he have mono? My mix of my oh, New York he, quarterback stuff. Yeah. Oh, he had the mono. Yeah. Right. I don't know. I just have I just have the flu, like everybody. Oh, else. all right. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah. but yeah, I feel like Sam Darnold in a stinker for the Carolina Panthers. I don't know why. I I, I was impressed by how the ball is popping out of his hand uh right now. Um and that was a week like we talked about one week ago at this time. Those short term, like Mike Tomlin challenging the defense, and that was an embarrassment to get housed by our arch rival like that. We got humbled. As I said, I predicted that the Steelers defense would rise up and have a little dignity and stop the Panthers. That doesn't mean that over the last, since Steve Wilkes took over, basically, that the Panthers aren't quietly a pretty good team down there. Catching some point, I mean, you know, two and a half, but I'll, I'll take them against the Lions. The Lions are just, I mean, the Lions are not this good. At some point, it's got to fall apart, right? Uh, I think for this one game, they do. Yeah, I have the Panthers. Um, but Martin, if you're a guy, if Dan Campbell is going to win coach of the year and he's crept up to plus 160 now, nipping at Yeesh. Sirianni's uh, heels. I know we could have had probably 15 to one odds two or three weeks ago. Um, I, I think they have to run the table. They have to go 10 and seven. And even then I think he might be a little short, but what about this week? Well, I don't think he's going to win coach of the year. Cause I think the Eagles are going to keep winning with, uh, without Jalen hurts. So hmm. I'm going to pretty much stamp Sirianni's coach of the year, regardless of what the lions do. Uh, but, and, and also too, just America. Are we going to say the NFL coach of the year got shut out by Bailey Zappi? Like, like that, like I'm just, but in this game, yeah. we're taking the Lions. We're taking the Lions. They're much better than the Panthers just in general. And like earlier in the season, when I was, I, I, I was not a believer and, and truly I'm not now at this moment, but the offense was legitimate, and it was like, if this defense can just make a few tackles, if this defense could be league average, this team would run away with the NFC North. And that was in week four, five, and six. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were, people were saying that, and then they kind of had a little – they muddled around with the Patriots and, and the Cowboys and so on. But since they got off the bye, if Amundra St. Brown is going, this offense is, is, is pretty damn good. Jamison Williams is – He's only been on the field for two different for two games, but if you watch the games, you can see his impact. And 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 y'all did this last year with Sam Darnold for like the first four or five games. He came out, he was playing well, he was leading the league in rushing touchdowns. Yeah. Y'all had Harry come on here, and y'all tried to make uh, Harry go. And I'm like, yeah, I agree with Harry. I think Sam Darnold is smoking mirrors right now. Y'all are like, no, no, no. And then he got benched several times in between now and then. I'm not he buying did. this whole deal. Matt Rule was just this bad. That's how bad Matt Rule was. 
that the, yep. now the Panthers are, are are looking like a viable team. Every team in the South loses this week, and the Buccaneers somehow still remain in first place. That's how this week ends. You guys know that, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, the Bucs are uh, they're Teflon at this point. I don't know what they've done. <laughs> Tom Brady did in a, a I don't know. Life. I can see the Falcons winning this weekend, but and then making it a little more Fair interesting. Enough. And I, yeah. like I said, I can see the Panthers winning it this week, too. And all and it's more to do not with Sam Darnold versus Jared Goff so much as it is since Steve Wilkes took over. That has been a different team with the exception of the stinker against Pittsburgh last week. Um, the what I like the most is or what catches my eye is the total on that one. Forty three and a half seems too rich for me. So, of course, I have to go hmm. over on that because it doesn't make sense to me that the that the number would be that high. Yeah. So I mean, the numbers for Detroit have not made sense. So they uh, Vegas and Caesars treat them like they're a 10 win team, given almost a field goal at Carolina. That's what I'm saying. It's right. Be interesting. Well, yeah. Stay I'd away. Say the, 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 the same old Lions game would have been last game to lose. Mm-hmm. To the Jets guy that they had benched in a game that you absolutely have to win to like justify your playoff chances. Like this week, the Lions are supposed to be on the on the in the hunt billboard, but all the way at the bottom. Now they're squarely at the top of the in the hunt billboard yeah. after that win. This is uncharted territory for Lions. Uh, uh, this close to Christmas is scary. Well, we'll have to check in. What was it, Kornacki? Is that his name? He does a nice yeah, job. Him and his khaki pants. Hey, get, get another pair of pants, guy. You're on TV 18 <laughs> weeks a year. All right. Khaki. Yeah. Yeah. It's one thing when you're on TV once every two years doing elections, but now it's 18 weeks a year. Let's get some diversity. All right. Like let's, let's, let's mix it up a little bit. Listen, I don't care what he's wearing. As long as they cut away from uh, Jason Garrett, I'm just relieved. Doesn't matter. He could be he could be nude back down there. Uh, Here's right, another Bengals. question. Wait, yeah. wait, wait. I, I, another yeah. question I had written down to ask Hench and Spaghetti on minus three, and now I ask it to you guys. You talk about the 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 style, the fashion on the sidelines. Zelensky spoke before Congress on mm-hmm. uh, what was it Wednesday night, um, and 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 some percentage of of uh, weirdos are talking about what he wore. What, what he would wore, you wear yeah. if you had to? What would you wear if you had to address Congress? Because uh, like well, a lot of those guys who run nations, they play by their own rules. Some of them make their their own, just made up out of nowhere military officer mm-hmm. uniforms, and then like. Who was the guy the who ran uh, Ahmadinejad? Was it? Didn't he like? Yeah, yeah. Wasn't he uh, like a members quarter zip guy jacket. or something? Yeah, 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 yeah members yeah, yeah, only. Yeah, members only. Yeah. What would you uh, go? Well, if I'm Zelensky, I'm not. You know, I first of all, uh, it would have to have um, you know, like holes in them, like burn holes and whatever you're wearing, right? Yes. You're, you're trying to right. elicit uh, some right. sympathy here. Um, <laughs> you know, I, actually, you know, it's not the same case if you're going for a, a job interview at. McDonald's, but uh, maybe an EP gold hat if you're lucky enough to win one. I don't know. Martin, you, I mean, you, you would know here. Yeah, I mean, definitely something that you earn, right? See, like, this yeah. is the, the gold jacket versus green jacket deal. I'd wear my gold jacket. I would wear whatever clothing I earn. <laughs> and, like, like yeah, you, you win a gold hat. You earn a gold jacket. You know what I'm saying? You right. win the green jacket. So whatever, you know what I'm saying, like, you know, uh, in, in that and that maybe so maybe a big uh, a big wrestling belt like you know those big old Ooh, wrestling belts I go yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh, you know get somebody off the top rope and I come in just like that. Gotcha. All right. Well, listen, we still have what? Do you know what I would wear? It's too many. I wait. Yeah. I know you want to go. We have a lot say of it on this show, and I'm going to say it on another show, and you're going to listen to it right now, or maybe you can tune out. Either way, I'm going to say it out loud into this microphone. Just say you it. But I would have worn. I would have come out, and I would have said. Yes, listen, we all must rally together and fight for the cause of freedom against that evil scourge over there on the other side of the uh, of the planet. 
And but you know what? We all have our loyalties. And then I would rip it open and I'd have a Franco Harris jersey on and I'd start oh, waving a nice. terrible towel. That's what I would do. <laughs> that's nice. Freedom. That's nice. We must vanquish the, we must vanquish Russia like like uh, Franco Harris vanquished the Oakland Raiders in a move for righteousness and justice and good people who like football, not stinkers. <laughs> That's what I would I have. feel like you set us up there, Sheck. I feel like Madam Speaker <laughs> needs to remove this man. Uh, get him off. Get him off. If I had a gavel right now. <laughs> the Ukrainians are chanting down. Here we go, Steelers. Franco who? Uh, God rest his soul. All right, Bengals, Patriots. They, they probably don't like there's a different Franco over from Europe. That's true. It wasn't that popular. Cincinnati is a three-point favorite on the road. 41 and a half is the over on the I, – I just feel like everybody has given up on Belichick here. Now it used to be so much. Well, Belichick's going to take care of business because he's Belichick. Now it's like the Patriots lost that dumb game. Oh, they're as good or as bad as everybody else with that stupid lateral. Forget it. Forget history. Forget everything. I'm not going to forget it. I'm not going to forget the fact that they have 48 sacks, Martin. Uh, one more, and they tie a record under Belichick, the Patriots. And we know what happens to this Bengals team with that offensive line. I feel like it's been a couple games. We're going to see one of those games where he gets put down, Joe Burrow, six or seven times. Um, this Patriots team plays with pride 22-17. They upset the Bengals. What do you think of that? Whoa. I think you're wrong. That's what oh, I think okay. of that. Uh, All right. As much as I, as much as the Patriots sack rush is near and dear to my heart, I'm heavily rooting for Matt Judon to at least get 18 and a half the Patriots single season record because that's my good friend of mine. But I'm, I'm going with Joe Burrow, who I don't know, but is also a good friend of mine because he's made me a lot of money against the spread <laughs> in the last 25 games, and he's going to keep doing it here. The thing is, okay, people are giving up on Belichick, and I think that one of the things that maybe I, I, I giving up is a bit strong, but. If anything has been proven in the last, I don't know, 50 games or whatever, even with Tom Brady, he may have lost his fastball as a general manager, as somebody who's evaluating talent. This Patriots huh. team offensively does not have super high-level talent, especially up front, which is what they want to do. They want to be running the ball, and they got a Mac Jones who can't, I mean, not really throwing the ball, but they don't really want him doing all this whole now he's not Brady. They don't want him doing it. They want to be able to run the ball, mm -hmm. control the ball. And pretty much since uh, Dante Scarnecchia retired, he's the only offensive line coach who you know. And then apparently there was a big reason why. Uh, so I think that has more to do than anything. This team's 0-4 against teams over 500. The Bengals are still going on this run that I'm talking about. Like, and this this is just a speed bump on the way. But I thought they I got very lucky. I thought like four times. Burrow's great, but they got very lucky last week. They had they they their average field position was like at the eight yard line of Tampa Bay every drive in the second half. Like Tampa couldn't give them the ball fast enough, and Burrow was under two hundred yards. I don't know. I think uh, I think the luck runs out this week, at least temporarily. I will say though, Shaq, Patriots averaged two point three points in the first quarter. This season, that is just atrocious. If you can jump on them early, uh, you, you may have them good. Who do you like? The Patriots are another one of these teams, the big blob of sameness that plagues pro football. They, the mystique of Belichick notwithstanding, that's just the reality. This is not a, a special uh, team. I do think practically that they can heat up Joe Burrow um, and, and you know, give him problems for one week. I, I you know, I just... I keep referring back to, and I, you know, uh, you can point to the exceptions of Josh Allen and Mahomes and, and Justin Herbert. And I think Joe Burrow also makes that list that they can steal a game late if it's a one score game. 
the special talent can can win out there. But also back to my point about sameness. I are are the Bengals just world beaters? They're just not going to lose again. It kind mm-hmm. of assumes something borderline approaching that. Like, oh yeah, Foxborough, cold December, good pass rush uh, to to match up against the a team that wants to power run against your defense. I'm with you, Sal. I'm not going heavy on it, but I do like the Patriots to to win this game. Yeah, this seems like the one where everybody's filling out their pool and they automatically circle the right. team on the left side, the Bengals minus three, because they're better and the Patriots are going a different direction. But I don't I don't think I don't know. I just think you know, the Patriots defensively, again, this, this is kind of what I thought with the Jets, Jaguars. They just they do a good job. They did a good job against Jacobs, as bad as that turned out at the end. They had like 23 yards and eight carries in the second half. I think they're they're solid and they step up. And uh, like and I as said, Joe Burrow, I know it's something like, well, I told you it wouldn't make a difference, but we don't know until we see that cat out there in frigid temperatures. Do we know how Joe Burrow performs? What was his coldest game that didn't play in the cold, obviously, um, down in the SEC, I, I'm trying that to Tennessee think of, like, game. Well, the Tennessee game, right? That was frigid. Uh, AFC playoffs last year in the wintertime and through Tennessee, think. through Kansas City. It's not going to be cold like this. This is, I mean, this is going to be like when you have you ever it? been well, they, when it's they zero degrees. They don't even have an indoor practice stadium in Cincinnati. If anybody'd be ready for the cold, it'd be the Bengals. They're always all right. Cold. If you love the Bengals so much, why don't you marry them already? Oh, I want bet on them, and that's the next best thing I can do, Dave. <laughs> Martin's going to marry the Bengals. I knew it. I, I like it. the Bengals. I, I could see them. I could see them going to the Super Bowl. I just think that they're due a stumble somewhere here in I December before they That's get kind to the of what I think. Uh, all right, listen. Let's take a quick break. Uh, you know, Martin's engaged. That's big news. Um, what? Even though he said he wouldn't get married. Yeah. yeah Wait a second. What? Bengals. He's engaged to the bank. You just said, come on, check. It's your damn joke. It's up to five seconds ago, Dave. Good Lord. All right, we'll be back uh, and we'll go over a few more games. It's the Advil. It's doing tricks on my brain. (laughs) Have you been betting with the Caesar Sportsbook and Casino app? If so, keep it up because every bet earns with Caesar's rewards. That means win or lose, you're getting closer to amazing perks like game tickets, free stays, bonuses, and more. And if not, well, when you get started, your first bet is on Caesar's. Register with promo code OmahaFull and play your first bet up to $1,250. If you win, congrats. If you don't, you'll get your stake back as a free bet. 21 years plus only. Offer valid and must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming only. New users and first $10 or more wager only must register with an eligible promo code Bet amount of qualifying wager returned only if wager is settled as a loss. Maximum bet credit, $1,250 must be used within 14 days of receipt. Tier credits and reward credits will be added to account within seven days after qualifying wager settles. See Caesars.com slash promos for full terms. Void where prohibited. Know when to stop before you start. If you have a gambling problem in Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call one 800 bets off Louisiana call 1-877-770-STOP licensed to Horseshoe, Bossier, City and Harris, New Orleans, Michigan call 1-800-270-7117 Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER which is 1-800-426-2537 or in West Virginia visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net New York call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, Dallas, Philly. Boy, my Cowboys really screwed up. They really screwed up. This is now six and 46 and a half. I don't want to see anyone get hurt, but Jalen Hurts is out for this game. Who knows when he comes back? Uh, his MVP, uh, you know, brother Brian was making a case. This is when you take Hertz for MVP plus three fifty. He may have done enough already in some voters eyes, and he might come back for a week or two. I don't know. They just, they just now said he wasn't playing this game, but anyway, um, Cowboys Minshew and then probably Malik Willis back to back. And it's not going to matter. Idiots, um, losing that game to the Jaguars. I still think they win this 26, 16 Martin. I was uh when this was a pick of I loved the Cowboys, but now yeah. there's a five point line. Like I Six like the now. Eagles. Yeah. yeah, I like the Eagles and the points. Like I I thought this was gonna come down to a field goal game, and I still think it'll come down to a field goal game. And I understand that Jalen Hurts has been playing very highly, but I would actually disagree with the degenerate trifecta now because I think the Eagles keep on chugging with Gardner Minshew and mm. everybody then turns around and is like, wait a minute, was it really Jalen Hurts? And is it, is it, or is it the system? And I think that, no, Jalen Hurts has been exceptional this year. And Gardner Minshew is just probably, by my dollar, the second or third best backup quarterback in the NFL. Like, I, I really think that. I mean, he beat out. Like, we were just talking about this. Nick Foles, he beat out Nick Foles in Jacksonville. And that was legit. Like, he beat him out. Oh, I was so. bummed when the uh, when the Eagles signed him. Like that's a solid backup. Why why shouldn't the Cowboys grab someone like that? And I I boy I could see it after the thing. And, uh, I did, did well, this for Mike Leach Sal, and all this, but it, I, I still think is, yeah. you talked earlier about the Jaguars. How Trevor Lawrence is two and thirteen on the road. Well, right. part of the reason why Gardner Minshew was trading snaps or was trading or was taking first team reps in practice with Urban un, under Urban Meyer in Jacksonville. So right. I think like that, that's the only reason why he was even available because he he got traded in the middle of training camp. Like no, so I think that it was a both of those things are correlated here. I think we'll see it today or uh, see it on Saturday. Check this is I think I stole this from the Action Network. The Eagles would be the 13th team in December or later to be an underdog with a 90 percent plus wound percentage. The previous 12 teams were two and ten in that game. Wow, <clears throat> that I, I saw a funny number too. The Packers haven't lost a game in December in four seasons now. Wow. I know we're just getting what? into it, but make gives me a. That's one of those ones. That's Is that a, true? That's they always lose that close that game seventeen. They usually sit Rogers and they lose. Was that a January game last year? Maybe it must know. have been a January yeah. game. But yeah, that's the number they flashed on there. Um, 
that I was struck by, but um, they give me a little bit of pause for the Dolphins. But then mm. again, I, I call that one a Harry and Sal. Sounds like something that matters that doesn't matter uh, <laughs> kind of statistic. How could it possibly matter what happened four years ago? Um, but I, Nick Foles starting for the Colts, Doug Peterson coaching up the Jags. But I, th- there are similarities, obviously, that we can all observe here about these Philadelphia Eagles with their main man going down at this point in the season. I say it all the time. A backup QB on this level, you know, unless you're, you know, bottom 10 bum backup QB, you can mm. light up NFL defenses for a week or three. That's what Gardner Minshew would do. And I also don't mm. love the narrative coming out of Dallas right after that game. Like, Dak, did, Dak didn't do anything wrong. You can't hang this one on Dak. I wouldn't let him off the hook. I know it wasn't his fault that they lost that game to Jacksonville, no. but I, I, don't, I don't like protecting the the superstar in that spot. Um, oh, I'm not getting that a lot. I, I'm on every blog. Really? And everything. I think they're more blaming Dak than the defense letting up um, 30, you know, 40 points, huh, whatever it ended up being. It's funny because what I hear is the, is the opposite. But anyway, yes, I, I, I think the Eagles, this gives them a, a, a fire that they otherwise wouldn't have as they cruise to the number one mm-hmm. seed in the NFC. So they win or they cover, you're saying. All right. Yeah. All right. I'm alone here. 26-16, I'll say Dallas. All right, your team, Shaq. This is Christmas Eve night. You gonna watch this one? Can you rewind it? Are you allowed to are you able to rewind on your TV? <laughs> Steelers two and a half point favorite, 38 and a half. They're home. Uh the Vegas Raiders come to town after a, an emotional, crazy win, which came after an emotional, crazy loss to the Rams. Again, two teams that maybe you can't trust. Shaq, I'm just going to say this when there's a lot of emotion in a stadium, um, it sometimes doesn't fuel the home team. And I think that's what we're looking at here. I'm going to say this is a tough game to handicap, but 20 to 17, I'm going with the uh, Raiders. I know your defense will be tough, but Josh Jacobs, Devontae Adams, uh, one of them is going to break free late to win this 2017. What are you going with? Oh, I'm a, I'm a lot less worried about Devontae Adams than I on Josh Jacobs. If it, if it is in fact, minus 10 degrees, my crazy sister, Amy is going to the game. Minus I mean, 10. it's going to be, it's going to be cold, cold. They're saying it might be the coldest game ever played in Pittsburgh. In fact, as a nerd, huh. um, I watched last night, the 1975, um, AFC title game against the same Raiders when when <laughs> John Madden and Al Al Davis claimed that the Steelers iced down outside the hashes. I watched it. It was dynamite. Franco scored a big touchdown in the fourth quarter, and uh, Madden and Davis carried on for decades after that. That ah, was a rig game. Never mind that mm. they encouraged cheating the whole t- the, the, for <laughs> the entire reign of Madden. Yeah. But anyway, I'm taking the Pittsburgh Steelers. What the hell do you think I'm gonna do here? No way. No way am I going against Coach T. Not somebody who understands what it is to wear black and gold. They honor 32 the best way they possibly can in the short term with a victory over the Mm. villainous Raiders. Wow. Coach T needs to run the table here, Martin, to uh, keep the streak alive, right? For uh, never going, falling behind below 500. What do you like? I feel like the NFL added that 17th game in part just to make sure that he can't just eight and eight it, right? Because this this season for the Steelers was headed right for eight and eight. He had a tie the, last year. He almost circumvented the whole thing with a tie. Tried right? to, I mean, who knows? Maybe this will be the next one so you can uh, finish this thing right eight, eight, and one again. Yeah. Now, I, I don't love it at all. I'll be a, a wager Grinch like Shaq earlier. I would pick the Steelers here. I'm going to pick the Steelers here on my picks. I'm not going to bet it because it's going to be Christmas Eve. And if I lose to the Raiders <laughs> doing that dumb 
whatever they, they the way that they win is the most walk they just it they walk off win after walk off win after walk off win and uh-huh. then the Steelers are gonna be fighting and clawing to get to 14 in this game but I still think that they have a good shot at winning it so I'm gonna take the Steelers here but there's a whole lot of games on Christmas Eve to bet on and you can you don't have to do this to yourself but it's a night it's the last one of the night you do have to that's why so, they invented the night game even worse then. Even worse, only bet on this thing if you've been winning all day. If you've been all losing right. all day, spend the time with your family. Go wrap a present. Don't even turn it on. It's true. There I are three agree. games the following day. Yep, there are three. Move this Move this thing out of, out of nighttime. Play it at noon. I want the steel gray skies of Pittsburgh overhead to let the uh, Raiders and Steelers know what's going down. I, I would want my sister to freeze. Jive. I think it's funnier visual of your sister freezing in the in the, in the night game, but um, <laughs> that's different. Different relationships. All right, one more here. Miami, Green Bay, Dolphins home. This is Christmas Day, part of three. This is the best of the three games, I think, and it's the first one. Dolphins, four-point favorite, 49 and a half. Um, Dolphins can push their preseason win total of nine over with a win versus the Packers. I think this is a blowout. I'm going 33-17. I was not impressed with uh, Aaron Rodgers, as some were. Um, he kind of crumbled whenever, whenever there was any kind of rush, uh, pass rush. He threw an interception, was which was amongst the worst I've seen. He there weren't. Uh, did you see that INT? That wasn't. He was in the pocket, a clean pocket. No one within 15 yards of him, and no one within 15 yards of the receiver, and he still overthrew it. It was a bad pick. I don't think he's exactly right. Traveling on a short week, Dolphins home after an extra day to prepare. They had played Saturday, remember. They were gutty against the um, Bills, and they're not in it just yet. So they need to start winning 33-17, Martin. It's my pick here. Yeah, I'd say uh, while Aaron Rodgers didn't look great, there are times in which, like, he and Tom Brady, too, it's you definitely see where he still got it. Like, when he's when he gets when he is on time and on target with his receivers, it still is one of the best looking balls that you can see uh, coming out. Pause. Uh, I don't know, if, but uh, I'd say <laughs> not, not that I hope actually probably just take that out. Um, talking about balls, I don't know. I, yeah. see different I, balls. I, I don't know. That's up to you. Do that yourself. I don't know. On your own, um, time, please. I'm going to take I'm taking the Packers here because as as I'm not very impressed with the Packers, I wasn't I did think they would beat the Rams because the Rams have been a dumpster fire all season. But the Dolphins, I don't know if they've learned their lesson or not in that they can run the ball effectively and they're good at it. They're like when they run it, they get four or five yards of carry. It's just either it's a refusal to do so. It ever seems like ever since Mike McDaniel got that mic'd up video where he said, I'm going to throw the ball every pass on this drive. He's yeah. like taking that to heart because um, I think if they had run the ball, they would have beat the Bills and it would have beat the Chargers. So I don't know if they're going to run the ball here or not. They might lean on to it. And if they do, good luck. Uh, I like the Packers to cover. Mm. Two of 12 and four against the spread at home. And to your point, Mostert looked great last week. He ran hard. That was the most impressive I've seen, just like individual runs. And now he's against the uh, 30th ranked um run defense here, Shaq. What do you like? We agree. I, I think the Dolphins handle them. I, in fact, was thinking at halftime and then maybe another six minutes into the third quarter, twice over when the Dolphins got the stop coming out of halftime against Josh Allen in that offense. I thought, man, this is the this is the optimal time 
to bet the Miami mm-hmm. Dolphins to the Super Bowl. I think you feel good if you're the Dolphins. Like what they what they supposedly couldn't do was hang in the cold and snow. They're from Florida, after all. How would they be able to play against this team that's that's wired to embrace snow and everything else? You know, I, I know you could look at the other side of the coin and say like. Yeah. yeah, it's a little bit of a gut punch that you're right there with him. And, and in the last minute, Josh Allen just does what Josh Allen does and and erases every the, the preceding 59 minutes. I, I have a I um like I say, I like I like where the Dolphins are right now. I think that they're uh, a little under the radar right now. And this is a get right game down in South Beach where it'll be warm. They're not going to be dealing with the frigid temps of the rest of football America. So yeah. Yeah, I like the Dolphins. Martin, I already gave my uh, pup of the week. It's the Giants. It's tough to find uh, unless you want to go like Washington over the Niners. Like you're going like three to one odd. Some of these guys, and then and then there are some that are plus one thirty. Our rule is plus one fifty or more. We try to get there. I'm going Giants plus one seventy five. I think they're every bit as good as the uh, Vikings and uh, still need to win. Martin, I think are you taking the Packers as your pup? I was leaning there. I was. I was. I was really. I was going back and forth with it, but you know who's going to win this week? Oh, I know who to... he's going to say. Are you ready for me to Bye. guess who it is? Yep. It's yes. the co- it's the commies. Oh, hell no. Oh, okay. No, come on. I'm not <laughs> betting Brody against Brock the Rock. Go on forever. I'm not betting against Brock the Rock. I, okay. I saw it with Jimmy G. I'm not betting against Brock Purdy, baby. Uh, <laughs> Take the commies plus seven. I like that. That's for sure. Yeah, we I didn't to... touch it. We yep. didn't touch it at all, but the idea that the Ravens are seven-point favorites against anybody with Tyler Huntley – Every, I'm pretty sure every game of his career has no. Been is he co- well, hold on? Lamar's coming back. No, no, he, he wasn't was in practice to. today. Is that right? I no, thought they said Christmas. Today. What is it? Supply uh, cha- the problems? What, why can he? <laughs> they said he's coming for Christmas. They said he'll arrive he after got, Christmas. <laughs> he, he got Lamar Jackson uh, out versus Falcons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, wow, you're know, right. He is out. It, Especially as as bad as Desmond Ritter was in his first start, yeah. either he's not an NFL quarterback or he'll be better than that. Uh, and the way the Falcons run the ball, possess the ball in this game, that is going to be a field goal game. Uh, the Falcons got a great shot to win it. But wait, hold on though. What's the line now though? They, they moved it. It was seven at one point. Uh, now it's six. It's still six and a half. I'm sad. I don't think that Something's Lamar Jackson weird. was ever going to play in this game. Is like, that I don't right? Think, I think the line factored in. Lamar not playing. I must have saw which maybe is, it was around which is why I think it's kind of broken. But it's been, it's been yeah. seven since like since since uh interesting. Christmas. So this yeah. is like a 10 point spread if Lamar's in there. I think that's what they're trying to insinuate, which is also right. I just think they're trying to get people to see the Ravens are nine and five and the Falcons are five and nine to take the Ravens. Yeah. All right, Shaq, which one are you going with? Well, I already told it to you. I'm going oh, with the Minshews. Yeah, oh, no, right, I, did, yeah. I didn't oh, announce formally fair. that I'm doing it. But, yes, I'm going to take the Eagles going right. down to Big D. Mm-hmm. Dallas needs this one. Philly only kind of sort of does. Like I say, I think they're going to have some motivation to to gather around Gardner right. Minshew, who clearly is beloved in the locker room and out. Good and luck. So I think they'll rally for one week. Good Muzzle luck to both of you. Gardner Minshew and Desmond Ritter. Those are your pops. To have fun with I have that. A, uh, I have yeah. a, a question, real quick. Ten second yeah. answers for you, Sal. Uh, Dave, I know that's tough, so maybe I give you fifteen. Okay. Patrick Mahomes has not covered like a big spread in uh, all season. It feels like the Chiefs back to back to back double digit spreads. Do they cover against the Chiefs? Yeah, I do have them cover. I circled it on extrapoints.com. Yeah, I, I, I do think uh, part of my Seahawks are going to slide theory. I think it's like yeah. uh, thirty to thirteen or something. Yeah, I think check so. now you have you could you could use some of my extra second check. 
Oh, really? Yeah, you did that too quickly there. Um, <laughs> All right, now you have four seconds. <laughs> okay, uh, I I agree with everything Sal just said there. No, what? I'm sorry. <laughs> the question was Chiefs. Oh, Chief forget it. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I really. I, they just I, came I out swear, of a coma. <laughs> I swear to G. I swear, I really am struggling, and I think my effort has been noble today that I was able to stay semi lucid for stretches here. Uh, yes, I hear you. Ten points is too much. They have what did they have? They covered. Uh. They covered once all year in Arrowhead. I yeah. mean, you know, Jeez. but no Ken Walker and Chiefs and Bills down. just have no interest in covering any of these games. I don't know. They just want to win. I like the we'll, Bears we'll in the playoffs. Oh, I love the Bears. Love I the like Bears. the Bears up to plus eight. I like them better than I do going against the Chiefs right now. But, you know, double digit favorite in Arrowhead has not worked out very right. well for Mahomes and company this year. All right. Let's take another break. And then uh, I do want to talk briefly about the Penguins and uh, ending the Rangers streak. Right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, Eddie Spaghetti. Um, I don't know. We had you plug your ears. I think he did go under. We said he's going to tweet about either the fan base or the referees and the Penguins Rangers over two and a half times. I think it was only two, and one was just reacting to someone. The Penguins ended the Rangers win streak uh, a couple nights ago. But Eddie, the highlight for me is Eddie called the uh, Penguins a loser fan base. I'm not sure they are. Wrong. What does that mean? I'm not what sure he's mean? wrong. Check. Look, I'm okay with you know you know our Rangers fans <laughs> will will they'll boo Dennis Podvin. Everyone hates you know they they the MSG will boo Sidney Crosby. I get that. I they they boo Jacob Trouba every time he has the puck, and I think they're doing it for the wrong reasons. And I'm I'm I've told Dave this before, but I'm petrified of the league trending in a direction of where hitting is outlawed. And right. I, I just, and I, you know, I'm not, not this, I enjoy women's hockey. I've watched plenty of it at Boston University, but it's a different game. It's a different mm-hmm. style of game without the checking involved. And I just feel like that fan base, and because they've had some bad luck, obviously, with their best player having some head injuries, and, it, and it's a scary thing. And I, I don't root for that, but I, I just think it needs to stay part of the game. And I think their fan base now is so against big time hits because of what happened that they're against mm-hmm. it. And I, I just, that's what I'm really afraid of. Shaq, are you address that? Are you part of a loser fan base? I don't know. It's a weird uh, paradox with all the Stanley Cups I got stuffed in my ears and pockets. Oh, come on. For for me to be counted as a loser. But I I mean, you know, I think the thing that what I noticed, but Spaghetti pushes back at this, he's like, nope, it's only Pittsburgh fans that are like this. I mean, Chicago fans, ask them about what they think of Jacob Trouba right now. The guy 
is known for and has now embraced. In fact, I mean, it's a discussion among the Rangers that they Mm -hmm. understand that their captain is a certain kind of player. He motivates them not via skill, but with dropping the hammer. And as I say, I completely get it. Obviously I grew up a Steelers fan. You think I don't like hard hitting that kind of stuff, but the reality is also look at the NFL. I know this isn't hockey, but as we talked about on minus three last week, look at the NFL. It's like, man, these, these, Roughing the passers suck and they take the soul of the sport. And then you look every time a quarterback gets touched, he gets out, he gets hurt for the next three or four weeks. They're that's just what, bigger, faster, and stronger. It's like it's that's bad. what spaghetti's saying. I but it's but the problem is that what are you what are you to do? Like the, these are human beings, and it's the same thing as like, would you rather get hit by uh uh a Jetta? going 15 miles an hour or buy an Mm. SUV going 25 miles an hour. It's Mm. just, uh, it's incrementally more severe because these guys are Hold on, can we answer that? Are we allowed to answer? A Jedi? What is it? I got to get the hell out of here too. I got Harry waiting on the other end. He, you know, he, um, who knows how long he's going to live. But anyway, Lemon Pepper Parlay, Martin and Will Blackman, check it out right there on the Money Grab feed. Check and Hench and Eddie Spaghetti on minus three. Coming up, Eddie Spaghetti. And Jen Piacenti on waiver wire. We got Megan Fun of Sports. We got the two Megans. Uh, a lot going on against all odds. Check it all out. And uh, that's it. Any Christmas wishes, Shaq, to everyone out there? You better get better. Yeah, I, I, I'm really legit worried about uh, about uh, you know what these next few days hold because you know I just like to gather around with the mm-hmm. with the little ones and uh, and watch them open the presents, but. If I can't see the kids, I guess I'll just have to tuck myself under a blanket for three and a half hours and warm myself right. with the 2022 Pittsburgh Steelers and all the great memories provided by Franco Harris and his contemporaries. Steelers forever. Go. We love you, Franco. I, I think we have to end on that, Martin, unless you could beat Steelers forever. Uh, nice tribute. Tip of the hat. Uh, Another to loser. <laughs> loser fan base. The Steelers? Yeah. Well, that it goes without stuff. saying. All right. I got, uh, I got nothing. R.I.P. Right. Franco Harris. There you go. R.I.P. Merry Christmas to all. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Reminded everyone out there, you may feel like underdogs. But please remember, please, you're all my favorites.